3: You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network.
0: Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.
2: Thank you, Lisa. Welcome to Oilers Nation Radio, episode 62. I want to start off. Well, but, 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 I thought it was 61. Well, last week was 60 part 2 So we're would just technically sti- be 61.
5: Okay, fine. People are sticklers for numbers and they want their official numbers. Tyler. I'm just accurate okay. Tyler.
1: Yeah,
2: whatever. I'm a stats guy. So no. technically
5: last week <laughs> you was, just 61. shake your head at me. We just have a 61. There's a lost episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could like release it somewhere else.
2: Yeah. Maybe on.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with it.
2: What? Well, nation radio episode <laughs> 62 brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford, the giant out in beautiful Sherwood park. Alberta, Daniel, what do they got going on in November?
5: Well, we have teamed up with Sherwood Ford and uh, you've probably seen the terrible, terrible mustaches and beautiful mustaches too uh, from the Sherwood Ford team all over our social media group. Uh, We've currently raised $735 for for all kinds of men's health initiatives uh, thanks to our friends at Sherwood Ford. So they're doing that. And then as well, this month is stuff a truck month. So you can head on down to Sherwood Ford. I'm changing my levels for Tyler. He's loving it. Uh, you can do stuff a truck month where you bring down your uh, recently purchased or brand new purchased uh, toys and stuff one of their giant trucks. It's stuff a giant truck month. Sorry, I apologize. I, I just got a message from David about that. He's listening live.
2: David is a, uh, a very strong man. and Powerful. Probably beat you up. He did. I'm just throwing that out there. I also want to give a shout out to both Frank and Gus. The good boy battle rages on both guys with a big win last night. Big wins.
3: What are our records?
2: Frank is 12 and nine. Gus is seven and 14. He's got a little bit of work to do. A little bit of work to do, but he's still a good boy. Anyway, I want to start off this week's show by looking at the Sherwood Ford giant question of the day. Oh, oh Tyler, what is the giant question of the day today? Oh, hold on. What the hell was that? I thought that's one of your buttons.
5: <laughs> ow, ow.
2: I'm fired up for Sherwood Ford.
5: Are you howling? Yeah, man. Kay. Teen Wolf. Okay. Tyler, do you even know what Teen Wolf is? What's the giant
0: question, Tyler? Are we done now? Can <laughs> I not? You know what? No more excitement. I was happy and in a good mood up until now. You had some up mac and down. cheese
2: on Little Brick, and you were in a good mood, and then yep, you got ruined a coffee
0: it. coffee, and now everything sucks. The Sherwood Ford giant question As I pull it up on our
5: Instagram. Do you um, order the mac and cheese off the kids menu?
2: Does it come with a toy? Coloring sheet. (laughs) Nice.
4: (laughs) Tyler is refusing
5: Uh, to uh, read the Sherwood
2: Ford Giant Question of the Day. An unprecedented move. Tyler (laughs) is turning off his own mic. You are welcome, (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Today's Sherwood Ford Giant Question of the Day. Today, November 15th, 2019. Who would you vote for for the heart? Would you vote for Connor McDavid, or would you vote for Leon Drysidel? I'm going to start at the end of the table with Nicklaus Good. Oh boy.
4: Um, okay, so this is obviously you have to get into what the actual description of what the Hart Trophy means, Please. which is which is always a debate, right? Stop throwing down qualifiers. Just it answer. is the, who is the most valuable player to your team. It's not it what it should be, and I'll say this actually: the CFL has their MVP. MOP. Yes, exactly. Most outstanding player. That is actually how you we should be uh, crowning the player with this title. Like, who the best player in the league is. It's what they've traditionally done. But the, but it, we get wrapped up in the minutia of what the descriptor is for it. And so there's always this debate among who's voting for it, what it actually means. The most valuable player to win will be... It, <laughs> Holy It, it, it would be McDavid. It would be McDavid because yeah. there's just no way that a, a team that has mcdavid on it they'd give it to another player they just wouldn't the only way it's like with Sidney crosby the only reason malkin's ever ever won it is when crosby's been hurt for an entire season
2: so i want to read you since you brought it up this is the definition off of nhl.com the Hart memorial trophy is an annual award given to the player judged to be the most valuable to his team Mm -hmm. proceed
4: and nothing in there about making the playoffs it's weird yeah, no and see and that's right? also a, a stupid qualifier but i mean realistically it, you could argue it's, it's dry settled only because he plays you can't make both answers yeah and, you're flip-flopping no i'm saying Jesus. i think he he is in a way that he plays more shorthanded time he's more reliable in the face-off circle and he's leading the team in points that being said though knowing how people vote for this award it would be mcdavid it just would be Rick? No, they love the sexy pics. Yes. I'm so back, what's your way. answer, by the way? <laughs> we, should, we should have done a timer on how long it took Tyler before he turned his own mic back on. Should Tyler's have done a be- timer
0: on your goddamn answer, oh! Nick. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're on a time now. Oh. Hey,
4: listen, I, don't I don't even know, know what his answer was. Listen, I, I think I, I think it's obviously <laughs> you have what's, your, answer? what's your
3: answer though. You don't worry about what everyone yeah. else is gonna who's gonna win if you were the only person It's but, McDavid. Not Leon.
4: It's McDavid. Why is it Leon,
3: Rick? For the exactly what you just said, think of all the good things he's doing out there. It's just not just about the points. He's out there on the PK. He's doing everything on the on the power play. He's out there on five on five. Uh, what is uh, he's got that record from the Gregor article the other day? He's in the top three or something like that of guys who have uh, amount of five on five points at this point in the season. Like he's just. Yeah, he's, it's just him right now. I'm, that's just it. Daniel? Connor McDavid. He is the... You've been down on Leon for I sw- yeah. switched yeah. my that's answer true. to Leon. That's I don't want to agree with Dan. That's
4: yeah.
2: fine. Dan, that's also, fine. let's throw back to about a year and change ago oh, where yeah. Leon Drysaddle was an AHL When I player. was hacked, this is... My <laughs> account but, but, was locked. But,
4: but in your opinion, Drysaddle would win the MVP of the AHL, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, he's a Calder I would, the best. I would say he's the top in the three, three, probably.
5: <laughs> right there with Brad Malone. Uh, no, but my answer is Connor McDavid. He is the guy that... The team looks to every single time that we're down in a game. He is the guy that that has that attitude that you just love to see. He scores a hat trick last night, and he still looks pissed off and angry, like he wants Leon to make the, the playoffs in one night. I'm not saying that Leon doesn't, but Connor McDavid is the guy. He is the leader of this. He's team. the heartbeat. He is the heart. H e a r t, not h a r t. He's also the heartbeat. H e r t, and he's E-R-A-T. a heart throb. They're both very, very
2: handsome, e- in my opinion. Tyler, what? Are you, who's your pick? Um,
0: whew, I think it's, it I think it is a really tough argument just cuz Leon is having such a great year. Holy,
5: um, just
4: answer. <laughs> Some of us actually like to be thoughtful, Dan. <laughs> It's a Tyler. giant question, <laughs> that man. Really I have giant if, responses. If looks
2: could kill right now, the what Tyler's <laughs> throwing at Dan would have him on the floor. I think will the
0: heart keep trophy. recording if I go sit upstairs and do other work on my <laughs> it will. It will? And then I'll come back down at like three o'clock, hit end and post it. And I don't need to be here. Um, no, I, I think Leon <laughs> I might Tyler. get a little bit disrespected by some of the voters in the sense that they're just like, oh, he plays with Connor, plays with Connor. But I really think the two of them do drive each other so well that... Like for years, Connor McDavid, or for the last couple of years, Connor McDavid couldn't win the Hart Trophy because his team wasn't making the playoffs, right? So if you're gonna rip a guy for my fucking pick as Connor McDavid, I think I think he's the heartbeat. I, I want
4: you to th- talk this out in real time. This Connor, McDavid, I think
0: he's the heartbeat of the team. I also think by the end of the year he's going to be the NHL scoring leader, and I, I think there's just too many times where I think McDavid drives that line still to put it that way. I think Leon is having a sensational start to this season, but I still think McDavid is the driver and the captain of this team. And I think he's most valuable them. Here's another question. I want to float to you guys though.
5: No, I want to hear bag milk's answer before the end of the podcast. You've taken up two thirds. I'm just
2: going to be real quick. I think that Connor wins the heart because he is the most electrifying player in the NHL. And I think that's going to weigh into the votes. However, I think Leon drives out a wins the art Ross. Go ahead.
0: Do you think there's a scenario where both of them are finalists?
2: Yes. No. yes no
5: no yes
2: yes everything's going think, the way
3: it is right now oh yeah
5: if the trend's this way but i believe that boston but, if, we're supposed, and,
3: but we're supposed to be making this as of today this minute yep so then, as
5: you think it's fair to have two players from the same team in the mvp i don't thing? think i don't, I don't think the, i think nick is right in his 10 minute diatribe that he did there uh
4: that the that it's the, like the two voters minutes. that the voters would oh yeah you're going a little long here yeah but but i think that you're right well we got to keep in mind too the ted lindsey award right? Which, yeah, are, which is argued that is kind of the more important I would say award. that's
2: probably the, yeah, I would agree that the Ted Lindsay is, it yeah. doesn't have the sexiness of the heart exactly. probably, but it probably means more. It's a
4: pure review. It means exactly. It's what, and Connor will win that undoubtedly. Like Connor McDavid will win the Ted Lindsay award. Yeah. He's constantly noted as being the best player in the league. So in, in that sense, maybe voters will be like split the vote and be like Connor gets the Ted Lindsay Drysell gets the heart. How good would that be?
0: That'd be fun. That'd be is such a good. Just model. Well, hold on sweep. because it's gonna happen.
5: Like this stuff is gonna happen this year. Ethan Bear wins the Norris.
3: Like <laughs> he'll be in the will he'll be, he be, be in, the, he'll be in the Calder talk. Norris and remember. after, after watching
0: that game though, Kale McCarr is winning the Calder, right? Kale McCarr like that kid is, is fucking unbelievable.
2: Man. Even you know what I was, I've been watching some Vancouver games lately, and Quinn, Quinn Hughes is also really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's I going to think, a D-man
4: though. I still which think which is very rare. Mike, it's hard for defensemen to win it. So because well, it, yeah. If Capo Kako
3: keeps going the way he's going though, he might Leo get McCarr his way in there. McCarr is a point of game D-man, no, and that's fair. But I'm just saying, like Cap, you said, it's going to a D-man either way.
4: Well, just because Quinn so Hughes was, and
3: McCarr are both, I could see Capo same, yeah. being second though.
4: I, I absolutely in the Rangers though are. Like man, they got absolutely. That's Tampa, though. They got like pumped. pumped. Arguably, the, arguably, arguably, that's like a a good one, team it's, it's just the one player. <laughs> I though. took the under
0: in that game, and I was watching it. <laughs> yes. I'm watching it at a Boston Pizza under 14. Maybe I'm Here's looking. It. And I'm like, oh, one, two. It's like seven minutes into the game, and it's four one. I'm like, Here's fuck it. me. Here's your an gentle reminder, reminder to fade your rim chuck. Hey, Hashtag I won last night. I won last night. It's true. Let's talk about was it dry settle shots? No.
2: Let's talk about Tyler's pregame bet from yesterday on the Oilers Nation pregame podcast. How did you do?
0: I nailed it. Uh, it was. I thought there would be a goal in the first nine minutes and thirty seconds, which is a prop bet you can get on Bodog. And not only was there one goal, there was three goals in the first nine minutes and thirty seconds. So that's a real. I'm surprised they gave it to you because that's a really safe
3: bet, especially when you're talking about who their goaltenders were.
0: Yeah, like I'd, like the odds weren't great. was like minus one thirty five. So the yeah. payout wasn't tremendous. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it won. So I'm now f- I'm tw- five twelve and
5: four on the year, guys. I'm heating up. So you can make some money if you fade Dremchuk.
2: Let's dig into last night's game against Colorado. Rick was there. Dan was there. We all watched it. It was wonderful. Oilers with a big 6-2 win. I think that was probably one of the most impressive bounce back games that I've seen from the Oilers this year. They got demolished in San Jose. It was tough to watch. It was like one of those games where not only was it a late start, they just played so shittily did it
3: not scare you there's you remember that game we played san jose a couple years ago where it's six nothing after the first yeah i yeah, honestly I, there was a little bit of that i was like oh shit i've seen this game before
2: kind of you're 100 right so that's why i was a little bit like even they, they clawed back in little parts here they tried yeah. to
3: get back in if they got a lucky one after they made it you know within two or three or whatever they may have gotten something but yeah no they were outplayed in that game and it was it is what it is the
4: sharks are just even though they're really not good in the they Pacific started right bad now. but they're coming back up. but their fundamentals are incredible like they do they've basically
2: been the same team for 100 but, years but they right?
4: are so good at just getting pucks the goddamn net they're just def- that
3: def- deflections was ridiculous i have no idea how the fuck that happens it
4: annoyed the I, I had, shit out I, of I me i had said it. it's like if you did a supercut of all of the sharks goals that night they'd they look, all it'd look like it's on thing. a loop it we would just eat- look like it's on a loop it's the same they are so good at doing that getting the puck to the to the blue line and then just just driving to the net the only which thing is that, one thing we don't do and we gotta be better at that
5: the only thing that was missing from the sharks this year i think to start the season was their goaltending they just, just it wasn't just to there, carry over from
4: know. last year though yeah and that's fair like, but martin jones just jones struggled jones can be league. average
5: and, the, and they're a good team but fuck the sharks
4: i fucking hate i think them not though. having both pavelski and like a guy like Marlowe to start the year hurt them too as soon as Marlowe came back it turned their locker which room is out. weird yeah but I mean that's it's one, of one of those things, things it's just losing two you huge you quanti-
3: things no, you can't things quantify you can't it. quantify right so I know the, like analytics guys don't really like that stuff uh <laughs> when <laughs> we had hendrix around last, you know whatever it was these guys actually add a lot of things to the Absolutely. team that you can't put on a spreadsheet and therefore a lot of people, people kind of like dismiss it well, but it's, it, if you've been in a dressing room you know those types of guys and they are they, they're, the, they're the glue they're you need those types of guys
2: it doesn't matter what if if you've played a team sport you know that there are things that are not quantifiable by a spreadsheet
0: and not that we need to get into this debate, but it's the whole Chris Russell thing, right? When it's like, oh, all he does is block shots, but look at his metrics. They're so bad. This is bad. This is bad. But you know what? Once every two games, there is that one shot he'll block where you just go like, fuck, you like having that around. Or he, and the teammates, or like, the teammates appreciate and And it gets well, the team it's, going. It's, yeah. I was just
5: going to say, like last night he had a shot where yeah, he blocked it, it, got hurt. Didn't get and off And the he's guys. fucking still gutting it yeah. out, trying to block the next shot. And
0: I think that, like we, you talk about, I'm, we're going to get to this, but the morale boost to fight can yep. give a team. I 100%. watching a guy lay down like that and sacrifice. That gets the boys 100%. kicking the boards and hollering a bit, picks right? It up a little bit. A hit,
3: giving a little, a little, a little
5: oh hit, ooh. a fight, and a block. Same thing. Oh, yeah, Tyler. Don't even need the over-talking Boys,
2: over talking. Thank you. Let's talk about last night's game. Well, big start for Zach Cassian. Obviously, there was a huge hit on Nathan McKinnon huge hit willis uh from the athletic actually tweeted that he was watching the game on the colorado feed he thought well they were talking about it on the feed that they thought that that hit was a product of the oilers watching a lot of video of mckinnon where he does that he'll, stop and turn around he'll dash the zone and turn around at the, at the hash marks very often so they felt like zach cassian was trailing him and knew it was going to come and absolutely blew him up
3: that's really dangerous. If they if teams are are actually noticing this, he kept he's, doing gonna it get, after. he's gonna get old, he's gonna get smacked, like that. If Zach knew this and was looking for it, there's gonna be a lot of dudes out there who do that, and he, that kid's gonna take a lot of hits. He better change that real quick. My question for it. you
2: guys though, huge hit obviously got the crowd going. What about Matt Calvert jumping in to fight Cassian? Immediately after. Do you like the idea of somebody getting in a fight after a clean hit like that? Do you not like it? Obviously, if that was the reverse and somebody hit Connor like that and somebody flew in to beat up whoever that was, we'd all be applauding it. But what do you think about it just as a broad general thing? Dan, I'll start with you. Hockey Fights guy.
5: I run yeah, uh, runhockeyfights.com Matt Calvert is that guy for every team that he's ever been on. He's a guy that will respond. It doesn't matter if you're a top line guy. If you're a fourth line guy, you get smoked. Matt Calvert's the guy that holds people responsible.
2: He didn't do a good job, but I he didn't do a
5: good job, but he shows up and he, he loses a lot of fights, <laughs> but, but he is there. Um, the thing, the thing for me with any hit, it doesn't matter if it's clean or not, is that that the, the response is going to be either a fight or it's going to be a guy taking Liberty on your star players. And that's what you don't want you don't want somebody turning around and taking a run at connor or leon when they when they have a momentary you know admiring of a shot or whatever it is you don't want that happening so a fight is super important in that moment the fact that cassian responded to it i know he took away a two-on-one some people were a little bit frustrated with and and colorado comes back and scores it but i think that there's way too many intangibles we just talked about it with the spreadsheet you can't see that on the the spreadsheet but the crowd was engaged 31 seconds into the. The game a crowd that is normally pretty quiet we're into it uh the the team rallies around a moment like that and they see that 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 pop and that excitement from cassian and he had it through the entire game so yeah i think it's a he hit he
3: somebody in the third period too almost yeah like absolutely comfort, yeah, blew up.
5: yeah man i'm an old school hockey guy
3: that's the way that's the way it goes like i'm i know it's fighting can be kind of frowned upon these days but back in the old days that's what you did i mean is either that you jumped in and then or you took a number
5: It's and it it, like and they don't
3: allow allow that taking a number anymore because that's like a premeditated blah blah blah. But I'm you know I'm get in there especially when it's Nate McKinney you have to
5: the eye for an eye thing is true when it comes to fights because it's you know the like you said it, there's there's a reality of fights and there's 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 science behind it and whatever you can have that debate if you want but if you don't have the eye for an eye in the fight sense you're going to have an eye for an eye and skilled players getting taken out that's gonna in, get 30 fast. in common places you know as much as as much as I love that hit and I thought it was a clean hit if McKinnon is a half an inch over and he takes that face first into the boards instead of going down towards the boards that's a that's another
4: story too so
2: Nick what do you think yeah.
4: the only bothersome thing is that the scrap starts as McDavid and Dry are on a two-on-one going the other way. That's the only thing. I mean, the goalie ended up making the save, so it doesn't. In the end, it doesn't matter. But what if they end up scoring on that play? And then, like, Cassian gets in that fight. Sure, it's great, but Colorado scored like a minute after that. Colorado got the first goal. So there's a place for it for sure, and it, it can it can fire the team up. I thought the hit was incredible. Like the fact that he did it 20 seconds of the game. And you're right, Cassian's not the kind of kind of guy who's going to back down. It's just sort of like ah, sometimes you're watching it. and You're like, I'd rather take the goal. Are you if pick, it
3: were- are you picking and choosing based on yeah. on yes. what happened afterwards? Yes. And there, I don't think you can do that. I think you have to you you can't look at see what happened right after and see and go. You know what? I like it because I, there was a turnover at center ice, therefore think, nothing happened, or I don't like it because it turned into two and one that therefore could have been a goal. I think you have to call it for what it is without taking into account what happens afterwards.
4: I just think that's part of being a good like having good awareness on the ice though is knowing when to pick your spot with that kind of thing. If you look up and you see 97 and and the two of them going down the ice and then you looked up knowing that there was going to be someone
3: coming for him so he
4: couldn't even look I can, down. I, I, it, I, know I know can't what I mean? say what Cassian saw and didn't see. All I'm saying is that that's part of it. And so I'm not, again, we won the game it does in the end it doesn't matter, but at some points like had it had they scored per chance then you're kind of like, ah, oh, man, was the fight really worth it? But arguably... That's the only argument I'm making. But arguably, in
5: that sense, too, the the hit of McKinnon puts out, takes out McKinnon out of that play, and then uh, so Calvert's the going great. to engage with Cassian takes so now, Calvert out of the play. So now you got a four-on-three so going on that the, But he creates the two-on-one in that situation. Yeah, but if
4: Cassian doesn't fight... I'm, again i'm not saying that he should or shouldn't have i'm just saying if he doesn't fight calvert's still not in the play anyway he's still back in the new, in the defensive zone i we, we we started this debate
5: upstairs and we stopped it for the podcast and i think it's good i think it set the tone for the oilers for that night it's, It. That they weren't going to take on shit. a minute
4: after, though, and that's like, fine. What tone is that? That's set? fine. The the, the, that's, night, that's the night the night argument I'd make.
5: The night result shows shows the tone that I think it created. Cassian's entire so,
4: game shows the tone. I, I think don't know if it. like the Cassian. Okay, now we're now this is getting a little ridiculous. So Cassian's fight inspired Connor to have six points. It got the building going, which God feeds down yeah, to the team. I think Connor and Drysettle's skill set the tone for the game, not Cassian's fight.
3: No, no, their, their skill didn't come into it until afterwards. But that hit got the building going, and that goes down to the ice don't get and me it don't r- it gives you a little bit of more jump in their step and a hundred percent
4: i like I, I like keeping fighting in in hockey i think it's important but no, I, think you over- valuing, it. I think you're overvaluing i think you're overvaluing a cassian fight a minute into the game I, honestly like i think that's that's overvaluing a little fair, bit but to, to it, say that the reason why we won six two is because casting onto a fight is no
5: like but we're talking about an that. arena that has had a a notorious issue with trying to get get up for games. Get excited for games, we're quiet. We are what San Jose was in this in the beat down of the Oilers. We're quiet well, in, in a lot but of then, games. But in a we, lot of scenarios but had, the team was awake and the fans were awake.
4: Well, but we had conflicting reports of that because did Juannie wow. not tell us this morning that that the arena stayed quiet the entire game? No, I didn't hear it. I'm pretty sure You're that's what he told to us. Is that not what he said when he, he came up? He felt that way, but he was yeah. in a different he's in a different location. That man has
5: has ears the, that have been damaged over the yeah, years. Yeah, he can't hear anything about playoffs. If he couldn't hear me, <laughs> I was going the whole damn game. So yeah, it, and Rick and I both. both said that it was the the atmosphere felt different after that hit. You and could after feel that it fight.
3: in there. It, it, there's definitely a, just a sense of nothing when it's quiet, and you could feel it. There's you know the hair stand up on your arm a bit. You could feel the excitement. People there is a little more electricity in it, and that goes down to the team and it gives them an extra step. But was it more
4: the hit or the fight? Because I think that both. Because I think the hit was incredible. Like the hit is
5: is
2: anyway, whatever. Right, well, it's let's both, but, it's, it's but it
5: was. comes back to it. It just comes back to the code and the the, the response that Cassian had to have. He has to have, because he's that guy. He's that player. Yeah. Tyler,
2: think, last word on this before we move on. Uh,
5: yeah, I think if you would have flipped the roles in all of this, like you would
0: want an oiler to step up that way. And if an oiler didn't, then it'd be well, we everyone had against, freaking out. yeah we had
2: that
5: against San Jose.
0: Yeah, and I, I think it did sort of set the tone. It showed that the oilers weren't going to be pushed around. It showed that they had a little bit of fight in the game. And you, I forget everything that happened after it, because it's about in the moment. And in the moment, if you would have came off getting absolutely smoked by San Jose, and then... Came out and started flat, like, and showing that you have no fight and that you weren't pissed off at all. Well, then I think that would have been an issue. So they came out ready to go, ready to fight, ready to play physical, and ready to play exactly what San Jose do did and play desperate hockey.
2: You know who else is ready to go, Tyler? Our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant, because November is stuff a truck, stuff a giant truck. What they need you to do is grab some toys, some new toys. Let's bring them down to Sherwood Ford in beautiful Sherwood Park, Alberta. Let's get as many toys in that truck as possible.
5: Stuff a giant truck.
2: Stuff a giant truck. Also support their team and our team on Movember. The we, we are raising some money for a great cause with our friends at Sherwood Ford. They are fantastic people. They look great. All the boys at HQ look great. Wow. Well. I don't think I do, Dan. That beard is coming in real thick. It's
5: it's pretty rough. 2020 don't December. If I keep going, I think I might have it ready to go. No, no, but you're getting a pretty good feel for what you're at the start when you're at the start
3: for a playoff beard.
2: Yeah.
5: Oh yeah. Th- yeah. This is no. so be,
2: basically you got to yes. start now. This is is,
5: you know what? But
3: it's really thin and really light, so you really don't get any help that way. It's true, patchy too. Should we uh, get a
4: yeah. little darker in there? Maybe get a little, uh, maybe some mascara. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, something. Yeah, yes for
2: some just, for just, for of
5: just
4: for men, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I say we dye that baby up. Who is cool. that?
4: Who is that pitcher that would dye his beard like jet black? Oh, I remember. Is the Brian for the Wilson? D- no, Brian no, 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 Wilson. For the, yeah, for the from the Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah was from the Beach Boys.
5: Yeah,
2: Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. Yeah. Great, great, great artist.
5: Give me the Beach Boys, and that's all we can say before we get sued. Yep. <laughs> 10 seconds, right? Well,
2: I want no, to go back to last night's game for a, a second because Zach Cassian obviously had a ridiculous game. He, um, regardless of what he thought about the fight or whether he should have to fight, he had a great game. He scored. He was hitting people. He was skating. Did he get the Gordie Howe hat trick? He was missing the assist. Oh, he didn't get an assist got, at he all. He the
5: easiest How part the hell did he not get in an assist? Game night. He was First missing
2: golden. the assist. Did you so, see that smile though?
5: Oh, man. That and was... you know what I
2: also loved? Fucking crazy eyes came out last night.
3: If it has to, he's got it in his back pocket. You do
5: not make him bring that out. And his Movember stash just adds to it. It's just everything about that was the complete package.
2: What about Zach Cassian's game is making him such a good fit with Connor and Leon right now? He He got pulled off that line for a minute. But since he's been put back up there, he's been lights out. Nick?
4: I think he just gets his role. He, he understands, like, he's got to be the guy. Like, that that goal he scored with Leon's pass, like, he's right next to the net where he needs to be. He starts the game with energy. He lays out a big hit on the other team's superstar. Like, he just gets his role. And I think he when he got pulled off, it was sort of, you could argue, I mean, you know, we haven't talked to the guy, but you would imagine he probably put a little chip on his shoulder. And he's like, I'm getting put back up on that wing and I'm not leaving honestly
3: he uh yeah you're right he gets his role but he's he has offensive ability to him as well yep. he's got hands he can do stuff out there he knows how to score a goal uh, yeah he kind of bumped down because they want to give chase on a shot or whatever it was up top and he got his opportunity back and he grabbed it and he ran with it just like he did last year
0: and whatever in January when he did it it's so his game is simple, yet it's so smart in that sense. And we talked about this on real life, and I gave my take there as well. But he's a guy who, when he gets the puck in the neutral zone, he's not dusting it off, he's not trying to make a selfish play himself. He's head up. Where's Leon? Where's Connor? Put it on their tape. Like that highlight reel goal Connor scored against Anaheim. Man, Cassian made a beautiful, beautiful play in the neutral zone just to shovel it right on over and let Connor skate into it and go. And that's what I really like about him. He's just one of those guys where people will sit there and say, oh, well, he's playing with Connor and Leon. It, it's easy for him. But if it was easy, then it would be uh, there would be a lot of guys who play with Connor McDavid and Leon and score at the amount he does. So race for 30 continues for Zach. And yeah.
2: Do you still feel confident in that hot take? So, if you if you're missing this and you're just hearing for the first time, Tyler's hot take for the beginning of the season was that Zach Cassian would get 30 on the year.
0: So he is at six right now, right at the quarter mark. He's at seven seven already. Seven goals, yeah. And he's only getting better and better.
2: Well, that's
3: the thing. Like he's he's, played unreal last week. He's at
0: seven right now, and we're at the quarterway mark of the season. What's seven times four? 28. We're going to be close. It's going to be close. It's going to be tight. Like, honestly, like, it was such a scorching hot take. And when it first went out and everyone was ripping me, I was like, oh, man, I probably should have just said 25. <laughs> but no way, man. I'm standing by that. Like, this dude might get 30.
2: I want to also, I, I, how could I not mention the two beautiful goals by Ryan Nugent Hopkins last oh. night? Those two goals, they were almost carbon copies of the other fucking laser beams into the top left corner. There is no goalie stopping that unless it's completely by fluke because the second one, especially I urge everybody that hears this right now, go look at the replay. They have a back view.
3: Yeah. From the, from the opposition goal or for, I guess it'd be our goaltender
2: from directly behind him. And it is a credit card sized hole in in that top left corner. And he sunk it.
5: I felt bad for like, it's, bad situation uh their starter grubauer has been out with an injury francois then gets injured in his first game against the jets there so they had a rookie goaltender that started out Nuge victimized him once mm. and then they had a fourth string goaltender in yeah. in Bebo, uh come out and Nuge victimizes him, victimizes him again but mm. that's what that's what good teams do and that's what and i i would say that that's elite players picking their spots on rookie goalies last night and that's what you need to have happen but they did it and it, the the fear of course was before the game some people thought you know the rookies, the rookie goaltenders is going to keep He did it to screen. Winnipeg, right? He, he victimized Winnipeg. They didn't, they didn't have any tape on the kid, I'm sure. And, uh, and they, they ran with it, but yeah, elite goal scorers come out and they pick their spots on a rookie. You're right back milk. He can't stop that play. I, I just, them, I
2: right. think it's interesting that we were what say two weeks ago in this mm-hmm. podcast, everybody was very down on Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Tyler was telling us a little bit about the T- uh, TSN 1260 text line. Yeah. There was a lot of, he's not a NHL player type, shenanigans he's trade honest. him I've
0: watched him since a junior he's never gonna be a six million dollar there's forward. no way that guy watched any Red Deer Rebels games <laughs> <laughs> to I be guarantee that's the texture that's was true. from Red Deer Um so maybe he did God, but um, <laughs> no. uh, uh, cut that cut that yeah cut that cut that um, <laughs> man like he was just a guy and I think we even talked about this he just needed to start taking some offensive chances and stop playing so safe almost right like and now when he's getting the puck like you, you see the confidence in him he's grabbing it not even thinking twice he grabs the puck I'm going top cheddar with this and he fires it like it's great to see him confident again because he is a six million dollar guy when he was struggling I backed it up I said I would give him a seven by seven extension right now
2: and I would he's he that good so
3: much to the else to the game that if his offense is almost just I you know it just mm-hmm. like he does so much out there
2: so our boy has six points in his last five games four goals in his last three he's also improved greatly on the face-off circle he was 75 percent last night he is looking good. Like Tyler said, Ryan Nugent Hopkins playing with some confidence again, a little bit of
5: swagger, such a good teammate too. Connor has three goals in two games. Dude just comes in. He's like, I'm going to just tuck in two. let Connor have don't his need moment still in any glory. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Well, and it's interesting too because has also had like, I was at the game against New Jersey on Friday he had two assists that night, arguably could have had three chase on got one because it deflected off his stick to somebody else. And then chase gets the credit for it. Okay. There's one gone off his totals. He had those two deflected goals by Neil that were off his totals. All of a sudden you'd be talking about a very, Strong season for Ryan Nugent-Hopkins.
3: Now it would be strong. Back when they were first saying it was bad, it would have just been okay. This is kind of what we expect out of him.
2: Yeah, of course. And right now he's on pace for around sixty points, despite having a horrible stretch. So, which is like what a six million dollar player is is getting. Like yep. that's value for a six dollars, especially dollar
0: considering who he plays with, yeah. man. Like you got to remember, James Neal is still not the James Neal of years past. Even though he's scoring a lot on the power play, and he had a right, four though, goal
5: game. There was a couple of moments last night where I was like, "Oh, that is slow, James Neal." He's right? not very fast. The first
3: mm-hmm. thing they need to do that was add speed to that lineup. That but line.
0: and I still think the biggest hole on this team is finding
4: one more top six winger for them. For sure. Right, hundred percent for sure. And you mentioned it already, Bag Milk, but the faceoff dot. Like Nuge in the offseason said, that's one thing he personally wanted to improve on, and he has. He's on the year, he's 51% on the season. So that's what you want from a guy on your team who goes into every offseason being like, there's something I need to work on in my game to contribute more. And yeah, so he's not going to get a nice, sweet 69 points again this year. Nice. 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 He might. He might, but if he doesn't and he's doing other little things and the team is is uh, successful, that that's value. You say six, seven by seven, man, like, Pay him $8 million for what he's doing, really. Eight by eight, yeah. Like, I, I think like, they need Hold to get on. him done, on, If he's going to
5: accept seven by seven, let's just... <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's oh, just... Let's, the let's go eight times seven, okay? Let's get to eight here. years at there seven.
2: Retire as an oiler, man. Like I would hmm. love to see a draft to career-ending... Cradle to the grave, player. baby. Player in Ryan Nugent Hopkins. But good organizations Nuge. do Connor McDavid, Leon
0: dry Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Keep Please. Nuge oh, And then forever. when they retire those numbers,
4: oh, I'll cry Nuge forever.
2: We'll all cry. Another guy I want to give a shout out to who had a big, a quietly big night last night. was Oscar Clefbaum played 2730, three assists, looked very, very sharp playing with a rookie. Well, is, is Caleb Jones technically a rookie still? I think so. Yep. Yeah. Playing with Caleb Jones, he himself Clefbomb, that is, is on pace for 54 points. That's a very good season for a defense.
0: That's a real season for a D-man.
2: What do you like about Oscar Clefbomb's game right now, Tyler?
0: That he's doing it, again, like Nugent Hopkins, you got to consider who he's playing with. Who's Oscar Clefbaum been playing with? Either Russell on his off side, a Pearson. rookie in Joel Pearson, who's never played in the NHL before. He's never even played in North America before. And now he's playing with, again, a rookie in Caleb Jones. He's doing it, and he's carrying a pairing. And I get that Nurse and Bear get a lot of the love, and you know, especially Bear, deservedly so. But Oscar Clefbaum, he had a couple of rough games earlier in the season. But ever since then, he's this team's best defenseman. I, there's no argument against that. Ever since he shared a burger with him, I think. That's
3: Pretty sure, going going like that, that could is. be the
2: uh, the catalyst here.
0: I we didn't speak, but we looked at each other, no, and he dude, could all tell. It takes that, is a look. that little bit of telepathy, and he could tell. I was just like, Oscar, I believe in you. We all in believe the, in mm-hmm. you.
2: He just looked in those baby blues, man, and he got lost. You know, he, he was abs. like, and he just floated home after. Is that like you were having a burger with your dad, Tyler? Abs,
5: Tyler, abs speak <laughs> to abs. You're gonna show us on the drumcast
0: um oh yeah no i'm not. no more naked casts. <laughs> um but no I, I i've loved how could you not like he's he's their best d man and that contract oh like rip shirelli for everything mm-hmm. um he signed great contracts mm-hmm. in yeah, terms yeah, of got, like the existing couple, players he's got a right? couple good ones out
2: <laughs> yep. there yeah rick what do you think about Clef bomb
0: honestly man he just does almost everything
3: very well very quietly uh I. Would, i love seeing him put up some points right now kind of that just that pat on the back for doing everything quietly he's the company guy he's towing somebody every time he goes out there he's got somebody he's just he's trying to like carry someone along he takes on big minutes he's out there on the power play all the time he's just doing everything
4: Nick yeah I mean you can only imagine how much better he's going to be when Larson comes back and I know we're going to get into that mm-hmm. at some point but
2: I well, mean, let's get into it now. You brought it sure, up. Sure, yeah. Adam I mean, Larson is set to come back in the next week, ten days, somewhere in there, ballpark, sometime soon. Where is he fitting in the lineup right now? the 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 obvious answer would be: Joel Pearson goes to the AHL, yeah, where he arguably should be. Yeah. And I don't like the idea of Caleb Jones as the extra defenseman, so that doesn't make sense. But so, where does he go?
4: Well, he has to go back with Cloughbaum. Like you just put that pairing back together, and immediately Cloughbaum, his game will be better and. That pushes him on that pushes Kluftbomb towards possible Norris contention maybe. If really? he can Carlson's, if Carlson's he can Bob, start, giving himself quite a lead. Possibly. It, it, you got to you got to see how he starts to perform if he's already on pace for about 50 points and he starts playing with a more reliable defense defensive partner there you could I'm just saying you could if he keeps it, his offensive op- output has never been where it should be, so if he can add that game, yeah, or that part of his game, it it only gets better. Then you get into an issue where what do you do with the the Russell sort of third pairing
2: thing? mix, yeah. Rick? What do you say? Break it down.
3: Yeah, you put him back out there with with Clefbon right off the hop. I mean, obviously, you might want to put him on the third line for a game or two, kind of get his feet back underneath him, but he'll be out there and what it's going to do is actually make Larson's game better the fact that uh, Nurse and Bear can handle more minutes Larson gets to go back to a proper amount of minutes for him where he can be a much much better player yeah, whether it be you know, 18, 19, 20 somewhere in there but what I really like seeing it doing is going to start filtering guys backwards and I honestly I think uh, Jones is going to play himself in and you're going to be looking at between Benning and um, and Russell and Par- Pearson's-, Pearson's gone Person's gone. I mean he's getting why can't he be your seventh? He I think he could be, but you'd have to get rid of Benning or Russell then.
0: Or or or, or, or you you just send Jones back. Or you
3: put Jones back. I don't think they want to I don't think you want to put Jones back at this point though. I think he's 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 right now ready to get into third pairing minutes if you can have a quality a quality partner with him. I've said this at the beginning of the year. I think Jones is gonna get to a point where they're allowed to move Russell.
0: I don't think it would be Russell that goes in an in-season deal. I think it would be Benning.
5: I think that I think we have our perfect seventh defenseman. I know he's injured right now, but it's Brandon Manning. Like I don't like the that guy. I problem. don't like the guy personally, and I get that and I understand and I respect you want to turn off my microphone, but, but I just what do think you do that he's Okay,
3: but that's that, that means you had to move two guys now. So you're, you're going to put Jones back in? Yeah. You're gonna and and I think Parison
5: needs to go back there too. I think Bag Milk hit it on the head. He just needs to go back there, get his game, work it out, figure out is what he Paris needs to... Is Parison a guy
3: who's willing to go back there or is a, a guy who's going to
5: want to ship over to the side of the... If yeah. he wants to go back to the Europe, I mean, he's gonna year, he's going to be fine. Go back, back to right? Europe. He's, but,
3: it, it, we have those forwards who are the same way. Like, oh, well, yep. I'll be up here. Maybe I'll go down there for a week and a half, but anything more than that, whatever, we'll just shake hands and I'll, and I'll go back home. And
5: I'm okay with that too. But I, I just think that Manning is a guy that that I'm fine with him never playing again. If he doesn't have to, but you a need seventh know, But you need to know what Jones is. Next year he's not waiver. You have, but you have. You already know what Jones is. He's a Do consistent. You? You I think.
0: No. I think going into next year, even if Jones doesn't play another game in the NHL this season, you could probably be like, you know what, we can trust him to be on our third yeah, pairing. But Absolutely.
4: wouldn't you rather have him? Some Jones and yeah, Bouchard. Wouldn't you rather have? Oh That's third pairing next year. Next year, I mean. Maybe if, Jones,
3: maybe if Jones plays the rest of the season here, only because you wanna, you're want you going to want a guy with a little bit of a fucking I, record in the NHL first.
0: I, I think like for right now, Jones is an obvious candidate to go back down. And again, injuries might he's strike next, later in the year. He's the
5: next call-up, yeah. yeah
0: um, I, I think the more interesting conversation is what are they going to do this coming summer? Because I yeah. think at this point, you need to get rid of both Russell and Benning this coming summer because you want your defense next year to probably be Nurse Bear, Clefbaum Larson, because I think I think you want to keep Larson. People are like, oh, you trade Larson and Russell, get them both out of here. No, no, no. You want some sort of veteran presence, right? You keep Larson, you so you do Clefbaum Larson. Larson, and then yeah, your third pairing is probably Jones and Bouchard. Or well, who's your, your
3: seventh, then wouldn't you? I, I keep bending around for the fine. seventh. You, you, I keep bending around for the seventh at that nah, point. You're not gonna, but he, he might, has a contract. He right? might have no, he's no he's an RFA, you and he
0: might away. have some interesting trade value. Man, there might be another team who looks at him and goes, "Who's playing in Edmonton and surviving in your first two hundred NHL games and a right shot D man who's under team control?" I think this year... Winnipeg. Heading towards the Winnipeg deadline
4: Needs something like that You might be able
0: to do Like Benning And float something else In there I don't think it's Pooly but it's He's more of like a draft, draft Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But you might be able To get a decent forward For him at the deadline See and
3: I still think the, the fact that Russell's Playing where he's supposed to On the side he's supposed to In the amount of minutes He's supposed to He's looked a lot better That's going to open up A trade value for him Because there's still A lot of GMs out there
4: Who are going to like To add a player like Everybody that Everybody loves for the, a cowboy exactly man. what we, we just said no, At the beginning of the show we, But we keep saying that But like we can use a cowboy Like if we're want to make a playoff run like I think Russell has value on a playoff run I think yeah. at some point you have a third pairing of Caleb Jones and Chris Russell I think that becomes your third pairing both can play their off wings or no, offside Russell
3: can't play his offside
4: they, they, I mean uh, they can though and he j- can't he's not he's gl- good at it but he can so okay Who would
3: you say not good or would you put say bad So then, <laughs> or is he just but is it because when he's on the right side on the second pairing
4: that he's obviously facing but I think that's what it is I think if he's, yeah. Playing, yeah. That, move the puck. If he's playing the right he side on the, the third pairing don't. I think that's fine but Jones played his off side last, <laughs> uh, last night. So maybe Jones plays the right <laughs> side and Russell plays the left side. But I think at some point I, I have to think that Jones is it's gonna be really hard for them to send him back down at this point. And at some point it'll become you need to give a guy yep. this, uh, this opportunity and now it is his opportunity.
2: You know, what's never offside boys. Skip
3: the
5: dishes or getting something dishes.
2: delicious to eat from our friends at skip the dishes <laughs> Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Ryan to- Nugent Hopkins. I bet if I bet if you're hungry Nudge would probably order from skip the dishes. Well, he's definitely a skip the dishes guy. I assume Nuge does the Rick and takes a little tour. Gets yes, himself a, a, an extravaganza of flavors. You just have, have a, like
5: have like a what's that movie? The the race movie uh, rat race. Yeah, rat race kind of style thing with your drivers. Absolutely you, some, you slap down a few few friendly
2: bets or here. Here. Let me, let me let me float this out with you, Dan. Perhaps you do yourself a few courses. You time Whoa. those drivers out. Whoa. So every That's 15, called dining exactly dining. that's an experience eating, it's dining every 15 minutes you have a skip dishes.ca driver showing up at your door with a different dish or course or wherever you're going
5: you leave your door wide open invite right a minute. candle set up you you have them a note un, outside unwrap that bag and you just unleash the next course of the meal here's 10 really extra asked. dollars will you please walk into my place <laughs> presented at the table yeah, and just ask me. me
3: how everything is. Sit with me. And then, well, I was going to say you can leave now because I, w- I order a lot of foods. so I don't really want anyone <laughs> to watch me eat that. I don't
5: want my drivers to run into each other. I animal. don't want anyone to see me eat what I can eat sometimes. <laughs> oh.
2: Skipthedishes.ca. Go get yourself something delicious to eat because they can and they will. They have thousands of choices no matter what you are looking for, no matter what you're craving, no matter what you want as a massage for your mouth feelings. Skipthedishes.ca is there for you. Did they tell you to say that
5: massage for your mouth feelings?
2: No. Amazing. Thank you. Marketing major. I'm an artist. This is my art. Welcome. (laughs) Ad reads are your art. That's right. (laughs) I want to, I want to talk about going back again to last night's game real quick before we're going to move on. The big thing on social media on Twitter before the game was Dave Tippett's decision. And Dan, I'm going to start with you on this one. Dave Tippett's decision to play Mike Smith on a back to back or after that game against San Jose where he didn't look good. The team didn't look good. Nobody looked good. Really? A lot of people on, on Twitter were upset that Mike Smith was getting another start. People thought that it was, should have been costing Dan. You were one of the people that said, I fucking love it. Yep. Gives him a chance to bounce back.
5: Absolutely. It, it gives the guy a show me game. And I know Joaquin engage on two guys in a goalie did not agree with me. And that's fine. Goalies are weird.
2: And but he can I, be wrong.
5: And he can be wrong every <laughs> once in a while. He's been known to happen. But for a guy like Smith, who is fiery, he's a leader on this team. I would say he's he's he should arguably have an A on this team. He's that much of a leader. Put it on, on his helmet.
2: <laughs> yeah, put it on his
5: helmet. But I I just think I think that giving him the chance to to prove himself and to prove to the team that he's still there, it was it was perfect. He he was even a little bit fiery on that first goal. Wasn't happy that he was screened as he was, but. I, ju- I just love it. I love giving the guy a show me chance. And and then, you know what? If it goes down in flames, Miko comes out and gets a couple games and he knows he has that. He has those games to, to show himself as well.
2: Tyler, you uh, were questioning the decision yeah.
0: yesterday. What do you think? Um, I, I didn't like it. I think Tippett is... I said it on the Brumcast last night. But, Thank you. you know, every parent will be like, I don't have a favorite. I love all my children the same. But you know that there's one kid that they like a little bit more. Dave Tibbett likes Mike Smith more than Miko Koskinen. I don't think that's a secret or anything like that. If when Miko when they lost in Arizona in overtime or to Arizona in overtime, Tibbet came out and was like, yeah, Miko should have had a couple of those." And he was harsh on him, and then he didn't get the start the next night. But yet, when Mike Smith gets lit up against San Jose, he goes, "Yeah, I didn't like Smith's game, but I didn't like anyone's game in front of him." And he stands up for Mike Smith, and then he goes right back to Mike Smith. Like to me, I, I just want to see this goaltending battle be fair a little bit. I think Miko Koskinen has been had a better season. How many times has Miko Koskinen given up more than three goals in a start? Big zero. zero. How many times has Mike Smith given up more than three goals in a start? Twice. And I, I just think he gets more leeway from the coach because he's a veteran and they have a relationship and. You understand that, but I, I just I would have liked to see Miko in that game against Colorado for the sake of keeping the competition fair. Bef-
2: Nick, before I get to you, so yep. so far right now, Mike, Mike Smith has had twelve starts. Koskinen's had nine. Uh, looking at some stats, Smith is has a goals against average of two five three and nine fifteen save percentage. Koskinen is a two one six goals against average. If that's your jam, and a nine twenty eight save percentage, both guys have a shout out, Nick.
4: Oh, even expand on that so at five on five Koskinen is like by far the better goalie his save percentage at five on five is nine three six while mike smith says nine oh
3: mike smith play the two really bad games he, though, he where did. the team didn't really come yeah, out i mean so he has, he's had there's going to be some
4: uh Absolutely.
3: funkiness to those numbers but uh, i mean koskinen's 30, played
0: in games where the team didn't look good
3: yeah, though
4: 30 30 points is is big and another important factor is that the goal saved above average which is essentially like how better a goalie is playing with the same amount of workload another goalie is playing at mm-hmm. league average. Koskinen's uh, goal save above average right now is 4.6 while at 5 on 5 while Smith is minus 2. So yeah, Smith's gotten more work for sure, mm-hmm. more time on ice, but like Koskinen is like is arguably playing as the better goalie. But I will say this, it's working. so who cares so So my my counterpoint to that would be and i don't have the statistics to back me up
5: but it's last year's games with koskinen koskinen got run into the fucking ground at the end of the season you want to keep it you
3: want to keep his 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 work a little and so
5: so i think that there might be something and this is just me my opinion whatever uh that that they're working on with Koskinen when it comes to his workload and then also just on on the fundamentals of his game. But so it's like Tyler
4: you, said though it should be it should be more evenly spread. It's I don't not, I don't think fair. it's necessary Life at
5: the start of the fair. season. Life I don't think it's, it's necessary at the fair. start Nothing of the season. Fair. I just I don't it, like I think I think that I think you're right and I and I do believe that Koskinen by the end of the season and going into the playoffs we are going to be there. Uh Miko Koskinen will be our starter to start. So that's it. that was and a question fun. I was going
4: to float. If you were to play uh, game seven, right now. Who are you starting, Mike Smith or Miko Costa? You'd have to be. Mikko you have to see what happens in game one through six first. But no, what would you say right now, though?
3: Like,
1: <laughs> <it
3: would, laughs> no, oh, no, you'd have to see how, who, who's playing well. Hey. You have to see who's playing well, how they're playing, whether you're confident. This number is exact, exact numbers you just
2: read off. Let's, let's do a hypothetical. Let's do a hypothetical. Let's say today is November fifteenth. 2019, the playoffs start tomorrow.
5: Weird season we had.
2: It is a very weird season. We short are end cutting end. months short. This, is, short. this season. is a
5: real walkout shortened season, boys.
2: Playoffs start tomorrow. Who's your starter?
5: Miko, Miko yeah, Koskinen. I'm, I'm
3: going to call Miko, but you you cannot. Dave he,
4: Tippett would say Mike Smith. He would, the, and that's and the and the coach, what bothers though. me. He's the coach, though. I know
3: these guys are on that. They're they're out there. They know the practices. They're in the dressing rooms, and there might be part of this decision making might be the fact that Mike Smith can play the puck better. They might be playing some, there might oh, be, I know I you don't that. like that. No, you, a, if you have, if you have an advantage, you don't play it and you're dumb. So if you have an advantage, play it. If there's a, if you know, you're playing a team that tends to dump the puck in more rather than carry it. Maybe Mike Smith gets that because he can help. Maybe if, if you're playing with, uh, if Manning's in the lineup, you know, all of a sudden your guys can't move the puck as well. You play Mike Smith cause he helps out there.
0: Do you factor in what the weather is outside and how long their drives are to the rink? If he has a wonky
3: (laughs) wonky knee when it's about to snow and tomorrow's going to snow, then yeah, you have to play that into (laughs) it. You can joke
5: about it all you want, but there's a fantastic article. It was Leafs Nation, right? Yes. That talks about the the inner workings of NHL war rooms and how they go about playing goalies in back-to-back games. And there is a fucking ton of magic juju that goes into it because goalies are all over the place. But I just think that we have like a, to me, I have to believe that there's a certain element. You're right, that there's a trust element between a guy that has been with him. He's been with him in, in multiple cities and that's fine. But that there's a, a workload management here.
4: How about that rebound Mike Smith gave up last night though? Oh my god, oh, like no, like that was egregious. Like if that, but if that's Miko Koskinen letting a goal in high glove side, it's a diff, Like that's a conversation for an entire night. Are you talking a rebound
0: min- or, uh, compared to
4: a goal? It was an but awful. How about he literally he gave is, the puck and to the guy and he's
1: done
0: that shot. a few Did times now, where but, Mike Smith will put a rebound right on a guy's yeah. tape, and it's just like man but of but course it hasn't become a narrative yet so no one rips on if it doesn't but how, if it
3: doesn't burn you then why, why it did
5: win? they scored <laughs> oh did they but oh, how, they? how,
3: <laughs> but how yeah, about was, his sprawling
5: saves last night his t- his save in the in the third that period usually of means you're out of a, a three goal game or the other team just to passed it really well.
4: yeah, out of position game.
3: sprawling there's a guy who made a, uh, a hall of fame career out of that dom
4: hasick yeah yeah it's not 1998 hockey anymore though doesn't matter are you saying you don't have dominic hasick in the net if you had the option right now uh, at it's like nineteen ninety eight Dominic Hassock? Of course I do. Yeah. Nice, bro. Dominic Hasek today. I know. think I'd go, with me, go <laughs> yeah, over it. Too. He can't control his anger <laughs> unless anymore. Unless it's ball hockey. Wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it? Could, like, okay. Beat the hell Speaking out of someone?
5: controlling your anger. Sorry, just to, to derail here for a second, but how about Mike Smith getting, getting smoked by Kadri and then resisting the urge to just destroy Kadri yeah. laying on oh the self Isn't control. That? Yeah, it was good. It was it and control. from a guy that we know is hot. Did he smack him once though? He did. He did. I was
3: on the far end of the ice and I was like, to saw that and I was like, "Uh, I think we're getting one here. You
2: gotta
4: give him the blocker. just Just a quick one. Just a little kick in the
2: bum. Just a little let you know you're, Let them know you're here. Mm -hmm. I got to change topics here. We are going to get to our Jasper Tourism Hot and Cold Performers of the Week. It is very exciting. A lot of stuff going on. I'm going to start down at the end of the table. As always, we're going to start with the vegetables before we get to the dessert. It is the Cold Performer of the Week, Nick Lausgood. Who is your Jasper Tourism? cold performer of the week head coach dave Tippett, Brute,
4: and the reason brutal. the reason being if the rumors are true and the reason why he switched up the roster going into that san jose game was to play all the players in front of their moms on the mom trip just for that okay, sake i'm after, on board with this now, after we had come off an incredible win that's questionable at best and i'll leave it at that
2: Burr. Rick, your cold performer of the week. Good lord,
3: um, it's gotta be again. You're looking at the at the bottom six guys again, and uh, you know what? There's there's a handful to choose from, so I'm just gonna go out and pick uh, your dry toast here and just say
5: Grandlin.
1: Oh, that's cold.
5: Does Daniel, me- uh, once again, giving you a little bit of prospects flavor, please. I'm heading to the actually to the NCAA for this one. Uh, it's one Michael Kesselring, who had 22 points in 33 games last year as a defenseman. And he has zero points through 10 games so far this season. And now I will add the caveat that I haven't been able to watch any games <laughs> from, <laughs> from Northeastern yeah. University. But for a defenseman that went from, you know, let more than half a point a game to no points at all through 10. Who's your, your guy from your last week? Uh, Kirill Maximoff. Did he has, not like throw some points last he has week? He yeah, two assists. Yeah, he, assists got, he heard. He's so, like, yeah, you know, they're God all listening to the podcast. Show it to again, Jasper. Says.
2: I'm going to go next. I'm going to go. My cold performer of the week are the feelings that Adam Larson must be having deep inside mm-hmm. him, knowing that this defense is floating quite nicely without him. Ber- Tyler?
0: Um, I, I was sitting here. I was like, man, I got such a good take. No one's gonna steal this. I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna say Dave Tippett, and I'm they're gonna all gonna Michael be like, Hesselring. so surprised, <laughs> 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 and they're all gonna be so surprised and gasp! <gasps> I can't believe Tyler doesn't like Dave Tippett right now. Um, no, I agree with the mom strip thing. Didn't like that he started Smith. I didn't like the roster decisions, and he's starting to really favor Patrick Russell, and it does not make oh, that much now. sense. Come on, to on me. now, yes. do, you mean,
3: do you mean favor him just by continuing to keep him in the lineup?
0: Well, there, there's that as well. Like, he, Russell has not come out at all. Um, and also, when Cassian was in the box, he was putting Russell up with McDavid and Dreisaitl. Yeah, and I was just like, if do there's... you think he it. does
3: that, though, so he doesn't have to bump anyone else out? So I, you're not interrupting yeah, the other think, two lines? No,
0: I think he actually just loves Patrick Russell.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board with that. Um, you're you're no, trying yeah. to
0: frustrate Nick
4: here, are you? Yeah. that's Uh, that's his favorite player. Yeah, I know it's because we agreed on the Tippett thing. He's like, what can I say that we can't agree too much here now?
0: Um, yeah. So my (laughs) cold performer, I guess, I I guess it's Dave Tippett, but really it's Patrick. I don't know. Everyone's going pretty good right now.
2: We are switching gears to the hot performer of the week.
5: This is hot. Wow, <laughs> did, I you
0: miss, did you physically miss the button there? <laughs> no, I was sitting here, I was like, because usually, I don't know, I don't really have a method for when I play them. So when you guys like pause, I'm like, uh, I'm, only a big, our third I'm a time big time, man. we trying
5: to work out there, right? we workshopping. A little yeah. peek behind the scenes. Tyler actually has to turn his back to us to yeah. press the button. <laughs> so, can't so he see. doesn't get verbal or visual cues. <laughs> There's there. no cues. Yeah. All
2: right. So this is going to be an easy one. We're going to start with the hot performer of the week. We're starting at the other end of the table with Tyler Yuremchak, <laughs> who is in control of the buttons.
0: Yes, and I can time it perfectly when I give my answer. Uh, my hot performer of the week. Are you guys ready for this one? Oh, yeah. Please. No. Connor McDavid. Wow. He scored. Oh. He balls. He's he's scored so many oh.
2: fucking goals, man. It was crazy. Out on oh, a limb.
1: That's, that's hot.
2: Out nice. on a limb. Yep. You. Dan, are you going out on a limb with your hot performer of the well, week? Yeah, Dan's you know gonna, what?
5: He's kind of set this up for himself. He's I stuck. have. Yeah, the prospects thing yeah, is, you stuck. know, whatever. I write a prospect update every Sunday. Check it out
4: on the website. Dan, I've gotten feedback that people enjoy the flavor of bringing the prospects okay. into the segment, just so you know. Thank you just, to the yes. one listener that does enjoy this. Uh, this. Better be the answer I'm thinking though. Apelli Rassadin from Boston,
5: <laughs> <laughs> from no, Boston College. The, the look of of just. I absolutely told you crushed. I was going. I told it already. I was going to NCAA this week. Oh, I really like. I didn't know you were going to go NCAA. Yeah, both yeah, times. Well, Long you know I don't mine. think I get it's it. fair to go always go with the Condors because the Condors get enough play as it is. Can
3: you at least give the one guy a little <laughs> oh, yeah. lose? Can you at least give the one guy a little shout out there?
5: Apelli Rassadin. I will. I will. Just give me a minute. Apelli Rassadin this week. Two games played, three goals and one assist, and he was really good at the World Juniors last year. He was, year. he was. So you know what? There's a guy that we might have a little bit of a diamond in the
1: rough. Oh, uh, uh, that's, that's, really
2: nice. that's hot. That's <laughs> hot. Rick, who is your hot performer of the week? Well, seeing that I got lucky here, Dan's going
3: in the 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 uh, minor route. I'm going to take Leon. This is I, hot. Uh, I might be lucky enough to be wearing the brand new neon Leon design shirt so you might be lucky
2: enough. jelly yeah well, I
3: was, it I depends was, on who's, who's gonna say i'm lucky or i not. was
2: angling for that the whole time by the way yeah
3: <laughs> I, 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 honestly i've been all day i've been like honestly it depends on where we are in the on the lineup and who's gonna say there's a couple easy ones but i'm gonna give a little shout out to my boy uh benson because he scored a hat trick down there the other game and nice. uh, i think that guy's almost ready to he drop. did
5: and he tied brad malone for the most points on the condors right? <laughs> never heard of him Wow, they're both top six solutions
2: Nick good. your hot performer of the week. It's a collective and it's the special teams.
4: Ooh. Please. Both? Both units. This is hot. Both All four Both minutes. the power play. Yes, sorry. But both yeah, the power I'm play sure. and the penalty kill, the only ones in the NHL that are in the top five. There are four other teams that are in the top four, uh, Islanders, Canucks, and Capitals, but we are the only team that have a penalty kill and a power play in the top five. So
2: collective to the special teams. My hot performer of the week Tyler's just whipped around there like that was fast I thought there was something coming (laughs) me too my hot performer of the week how how could I go anywhere else Ryan Nugent Hopkins he has four goals hot huge forever he has four goals in his last three games he has six points in his last five he is heating up Ryan Nugent Hopkins looking good on the dot. He's playing in all situations. Tyler's got his finger on the button. I am ready. Don't pause. Don't pause. Don't pause. My Jasper Tourism Hot Performer of the Week, Ryan Nugent Hopkins.
1: It's chicken. It's fried chicken. I like fried chicken.
2: You You (laughs) pressed the wrong
0: button. No, I didn't. I I pressed the correct one because. A uh, Begged milk. Oh, so, oh, 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 my God. God. Damn it. Over <laughs> talk. Over government, government talk. names.
2: Cold performer of the week, Tyler Yaremchak, for using my government name. <laughs> I
0: I didn't even use the government name. I used the government you syllable.
5: It. You hinted at
0: it. <laughs> um, close enough. But anyways, I played that because Bagged Milk requested that I have that audio ready.
2: It's true. So One more time, please. Sh- One more.
1: It's chicken. It's fried chicken. I like fried chicken.
2: Amen, too, I, don't I don't get it. Too, do you like Me fried too. chicken? This kid, like, who doesn't like fried chicken? heard a chicken?
0: rumor he was specifically talking about Mary Brown's. Of course. What else could be?
2: Mary Brown's pop in from that kid who loves fried chicken. I want to end off this week's podcast. We got about You know, we're running long, but I don't care. Four and a half minutes. We've got 10 minutes left. (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk about about throwing your hat on the ice. There is is no talk.
1: Oh No, but there
5: is a discussion because last night I witnessed three people in my row of 20 seats that still had
4: their freaking hats on. Was one of them, Tyler? Hold on. One I, of them was Tyler. I know how this take is going to go. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to throw a hat. Do you know how expensive hats are these days? I like, I'm not just going to throw my hat on the ice. Cause some guy scored a bunch of goals. Close? Tyler.
5: Hey, he nailed it. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. That I, was my take. That's such a joke, man. Like you,
3: you, I will you don't... put down $40 every game. If it guarantees that we're going to score it. Someone's exactly. going to score three goals. Exactly. 100%, no problem. You Here's bought a spare hat down. for last but night. But it
5: doesn't. No, but I'm saying it. W- I would. I would. How many times I have would. we scored a hat trick and lost the game? I don't know. That's a exactly, good stat. Mm. exactly. Okay. it. You when you get a hat trick, when you are a part of something magical, yeah. you are inside that arena. You got to just part of an event. Yes, just you give it up. Give
2: Do you throw your hat last night, Dan?
5: I did. I gave up my favorite, my favorite pray for playoffs 2020. hat. And that's good for you. <laughs> I've thrown I've thrown now two
4: it's hats part of what Roger the Springs.
0: fans are supposed to don't do don't tell me how to be a fucking fan I'll be a don't, fan don't tell the players
5: a fucking player oh, i tell then. you how to be a fan same thing
2: do the damn wave Tyler but what is it what, why like is it just the cost of the hat? he's a wouldn't? thief of joy that's the answer <laughs> you can now. just for the
5: record
3: you can buy ch- like fucking dirt 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 cheap hats Tyler but, but I'm, I'm not gonna like wear fun. a dirt dirt dirt, dirt 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 cheap hat to the game I wanna wear my nice hat for a reason do you never do like in the playoffs do you ever do like get all dressed up maybe throw some makeup on what? Well, I know like face paint. Wow. So you,
1: Are no. Are you kidding, kidding me? Are, uh, do you
5: know who you're talking to? Well, here? I'm just curious. This is the no, most I'm curmudgeony of curmudgeons to ever to curmudge. I'd like Why? to
1: see you
2: paint your face. We should all paint our chests. I'm in. Go to a game.
5: Nope. For the why? first ever Playoff game At <laughs> why? Rogers Place you, you, why, There is why nothing not, why There not? is
0: on, and like, Honestly This not, is though? a legitimate Take for me There's nothing That drives me more crazy Than when people Try to tell other people How to be a fan like, Okay I'm, I'm curious here, As to why not though I'm here for the General enjoyment Of like This is supposed to be An escape yeah, for me I'll do it however The hell I want to I'm not going to Let someone be like Oh you have to do this Because you're at the game Do the wave Throw your hat It's tradition God, You're just I a rebel care. To be a rebel you don't, Why don't you like no, tradition I, Sure I love tradition I love watching the hats Soar over I'm just not going to throw mine unbelievable you can't, you can't also then what i'm gonna to be walking around the them. rink the rest of the night with messy hat hair
5: but we're all doing it we're all in the same team all yeah, for one man exactly rick and i both look like shit last night afterwards I my buddy beside me he's got I a horrible hate. receding hairline and he did it i hate i have a <laughs> scar on the back of my head that i wear hats to cover up it's just part of the experience It's a I I i think we get more enjoyment out of it The handsome Asian man behind me puked because he saw my scar right afterwards. Wow. He swallowed it, but it's fine. fine. He was taking a great <laughs> selfie when I took my photo. Yeah, I saw that picture; it's great.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just—if you want to throw your hats, good for you. That's awesome. It looks cool, and you probably feel great doing it. Um, not for me. News <laughs> <Nuge laughs>
5: almost caught my hat. Really? Yeah, yeah, oh, we have that's video so cool. That's it. very cool. I God, don't you sound Aww. like just the biggest piece of shit right now. Like, yeah, I man. Char- oh, okay. Hell yeah, I do. But I hate you just, your character.
0: It just,
3: yeah, I, I don't know. It's just part of the fun, and, and when <laughs> sure. people don't, I just—I just don't understand why they would. Don't tell it. me and, how to have fun.
5: And on the plus side, if you visited NationGear.ca. Just today part You of the typed in a promo code After buying a hat replace two. your hat mccaddy 2 Capital M Capital H 15% off your hat
2: Bert. Wow you Get yourself a new hat
5: So
0: then I only would have been out 36.50 <laughs> Ah See everything's about dollars It's
4: about yeah. experience
3: man When you're dead, When you're Lying on your deathbed It's not about the money It's oh, about the memories
4: you threw on the It's
3: about the memories Will I It's about the memories if They go
4: to
5: a good cause too They donate them here I know I know every team around the league Does it I know. a little differently
0: I just, Winnipeg puts I it, it inside the memories of a at wall. At the end of the day, it's the memories. And We're I'll remember crazy. being at the game and watching the hat trick if I throw my hat or not, whatever. Can we all agree that it's pretty
2: awesome how nation citizens have taken to throwing their hats at the TV? I won't even do that.
5: Got to give. We got to give bag <laughs> milk. Now he's, just, now he's just trying too hard.
2: Now he's just trying too hard. these
5: young guys just try too hard? It'll I be gotta different. give. I gotta give bag milk credit on that one. Cause That's it is like, a, neat, it is a neat t- kind of trend that you have created.
2: It's it's just fun, right? Cause like there's a lot of us, obviously there's 18,000 people or whatever your math is given the well, M. Oh, you wrong got, wrong got wrong. a minus. <laughs> a
5: your M Chuck out of the Mac <laughs> like, and Downton. Oh yeah, yeah Jay Down is a notorious yeah,
2: non hat thrower. He did. He <laughs> took so him.
3: I made sure I tweeted. Oh yes, I was like I want to see a picture of him right now. And I don't know where he was. I looked at you like, he, like he laying on a couch no. or he he something. About, but what? he didn't have
5: his hat on. I, he probably didn't throw it at Stevie. But he, what kills me about Jay though is that those hats are a part of a company
4: that he <laughs> He's owns. advertising. Man, yeah, man. Would you guys throw a hat if the other team scored a hat trick? Like out of respect? Nope.
5: No, 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 hold unless, on. wait,
1: unless, wait, wait, last game unless.
3: they did because they gave away hats yeah. at the Ducks game just yeah. for
4: whatever reason.
3: Oh yeah, that's true. So I it was kind of like, it was back in the um, disco night, way back in the eighties or whatever I can't remember what baseball, but they gave them old disco records or the and battery something bad, And something bad happened there. They started whipping
4: uh, discs on, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> like fucking the, records on the, like fl- I, was was at the a dangerous. I was at a flames game once and Jerome McGillan scored four goals. And Jay threw that his hat. That is not <laughs> what you do for four goals. No, 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 but I mean, he scored, obviously he scored a hat trick. Uh, I was way up I was way up in the nosebleed so uh, my hat was I wasn't actually wearing a hat but I was like yeah, it's Drew McGinley like yeah, there's some players aren't there? there's like some if you saw Ovechkin's maybe hat, you're Chico wearing like a hat, St. Albert hat I feel like I feel like the nice thing
5: about or the neat thing about that how did that you know Anaheim, I had one of those the neat thing about the Anaheim uh throwing of the hats was it it kind of felt like a protest by them like they were almost wrong <laughs> well you don't, you don't know which is which though right because there's a yeah. there's a healthy amount of, a winner lot of fans other of those back. games so you knew Absolutely. there was going to be a bunch out there but throwing the now promotional hats to them here's like a uh, was like a little bit of a bronx jeer to their own like team that. i think Oh, 100 percent. that's exactly what it was
2: another thing i want to mention before we end off here tyler is zoned out so we're going to end this podcast for tyler i'm doing this for you my friend yep I respect you.
0: Did you see the tweet I showed you? Read it for me. The that's nickname, correct. the nickname that Zach Cassian has given Leon Dreisaitl. This is his quote from today. It says Connor McDavid has four points at the end of the first period, ends up with six. Leon, the human apple tree, has five assists. Oh, that's nice. That's
2: not I bad. like it. That's not bad. It's
0: unique. That's a T-shirt idea, it's right u- there. Unique. I know. I've got to, I'm trying to figure out how to get it on the shirt I'm wearing right now.
2: Absolutely. Who's making patches out there? Oh well, we have a patch oh, provider. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I could get the patch and I put it on my jacket. Mm-hmm. Good idea. I just want to end off with I heard a little uh, a little rumor, a little birdie crawled into my ear and he whispered a secret. I hope he left
5: now. small was it an earworm.
2: <laughs> he said, I've heard the Calgary Flames are very confused. Why? Dozens of thank you cards are showing up to their head office.
3: This might be the f- my favorite thing I've heard. It's so all funny. Week.
2: Dozens. No idea. Of thank you cards.
4: Do you know? does anyone in here know i don't I know. have
3: a bit in my i think what I, do we know i think i have tw- i think i know 12 I know. reasons why nothing or
2: so 11, after every goal james neal has scored i send out a thank you card to the calgary flames head office and to answer people's questions yes i do mail them out i fill out the little envelope i buy a stamp and away they go
5: thank you canada post very cool
2: thank you canada post for doing your job i respect it and now, apparently
5: you're not the only one
2: the thing that i love is what rick just touched on is that the nation has taken to sending thank you cards to the calgary flames head office and they are receiving them in droves this is so good so if you are listening to this right now and you are part of the people if you're one of the people participating in the thanks calgary gift card thank you card
3: what is happening happening
2: right right now (laughs) it's that
5: word that that bird is still inside his ear you know (laughs)
2: <laughs> we, we, we kind of bandied about the idea, but I old. just
5: had, a, I had a, a brilliant idea to take off of that. When we're going down to Calgary, we leave some gift boxes around, but we try to get together a, a donation drive where we make donations – and then send them to Calgary and leave them around the Saddle Dome as thank oh, you. I'm, guys. I'm like I know it. We've talked about what it, what the bad part of this was, but I'm so down on. Here's another idea all that we could
2: place, do,
3: which is like a new uh, like a, a nation sticker and a thank you code.
2: Here's another idea that we could do, um, spinning off your idea, Dan. Yep. We could have nation citizens that are willing to participate send a gift to a toy bank or whatever yep. in Calgary from James Neal. Ooh,
5: I like it. See, I, oh and I like a just donation
2: a, from James Neal to mm-hmm. the Calgary toy drive of some kind. Just On as a note offer.
5: to Cal, uh, James Neal was really big into supporting the police there. So just, just to keep that in mind, there might be some police initiatives down in Calgary that we could help out because the poor guy, uh, you know, wasn't really given a chance in Calgary to be able to do his charity work that he wanted to do. I'm glad they didn't give him a chance
2: and keep nope. sending your thank you cards to the flames. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. These organic kind of grassroots campaigns, they don't work without you guys participating and joining in. It. And I love you for it. Tyler loves you for it. Yep. Can we get We're a gonna,
3: thank you, Brad? Over there on, we on should January? get it.
2: Thank you. Brad. There's going to be you. almost a hundred of us.
3: There's, so that's there's going to be like 300 people in the whole building then. Yeah. Okay, well we have, we're going to come up with something good here. We
2: January 11. Dan, do we have any spots left on that trip?
5: Uh, we're working on that right now. We're working on the logistics with Backside Tours to try and figure it out. But we should have stuff. You can also join the wait list if you go to the link through the article on uh, on the website.
2: On weathersnation.com
5: And just as a note, sorry, just to, just got a message from Sherwood Ford. Thank you to them for pointing this out. Uh, the Hope Mission received all the hats last night from uh, last night's game, and they posted a picture, and we'll put it up on our social because there's a nice nation hat sitting on the top of that. So thank you, Euler fans, for throwing your hats. Sure wasn't from Not Tyler, Tyler, your own Chucks, for not throwing your hats. You you weren't at the game, so you're excused, I guess, this time. But yeah, thank you to Euler fans for that because the hats go to a good cause.
2: And I want to thank Tyler for being my co-host on last night's Brumcast. And also Ryan. Ryan showed you up, though. Yeah, I was going
5: to say, was he he really the number one
2: co-host i want to thank every single one of you for listening to this podcast please tell a friend a co-worker a cousin an auntie or an uncle or whoever is in your general vicinity to download and subscribe to oilers nation radio anywhere you get your podcast from this is episode 62 i want to thank sherwood ford the giant i want to thank skip the dishes.ca i want to thank jasper tourism for making it all possible we out
5: shout out damien
2: best wishes
5: Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media to stay up to date and never miss
4: a podcast.